You're listening to Guys on the Sideline Podcast, where you'll hear opinions, predictions, and sports takes in every direction. If you're a diehard sports fan, this is the place to be. They've never played. They have no experience, but they have plenty to say. And now, here are the guys on the sideline. Welcome to Guys on the Sideline, the podcast. This is episode 11. Today on the show, we have a special treat. We have Laker fan Ryan joining us in the booth. Laker fan Ryan, what's up, man? Uh, not much. I'm enjoying your luxury booth here. Shut this up, man. Shut up. This, this is going to be fun. Yes. Ryan is a listener to the show, and he um, has interacted with us a little bit, made some uh, comments about the Lakers, is always the first one to kind of poke at the jazz or other comments that we make. So we thought it would be fun to bring him into the studio. We've actually prepared a top 10 list of why you shouldn't raise your child to be a Laker fan. So we're going to get into that here in a minute. Okay, Ryan. You are the owner of Metro, and I called it PCS the other day, and I apologize. So I understand there's been a rebrand. It's Metro by T-Mobile. Is that correct? Yes, in Taylorsville. In Taylorsville. And there's two yes. in Taylorsville. So where do uh, our listeners need to go? If they there, need to there's go? really only one in Taylorsville. <laughs> really? 4700 South, right off of I-215. All right. You want to get hooked up with a phone and a good plan and all that good stuff? Go see Ryan. He'll take care of you at the Metro by T-Mobile. doesn't roll off the tongue like it uh, Maybe could, but uh, the rebrand been good? Yeah, you piggyback, piggyback the big brand, and that's what they decided to do, and it's done really well for them. All so. right, business going well? Yeah, yes. Very good. Everyone wants a cell phone. <laughs> that they do. So anyway, thanks for joining. I do appreciate this, and welcome to this um, luxurious studio. Uh, this is coming from the home office. Um, we've known each other for how long, Ryan? Five years? Five years. Five years, we've got lots of stories that we won't go into here today. Probably uh, shouldn't. Okay. Let's jump right in, shall we? All right. Okay. The top 10 reasons not to raise your child as a Laker fan. All right. Let's go to the list. You ready for this? Number 10. The Celtics have more championships. Yeah, but their championships mostly happened when it didn't matter before I was born. (laughs) That's not true. The 80s? Yeah, the Lakers had five titles in the 80s. How many did the Celtics have? Not five. They had three. Okay, so you're saying this all happened yeah. 60s, 70s, yeah, whatever. the prehistoric times of the NBA. <clears throat> Sounds like a Laker fan. I'm already right. making excuses. But I, personally, <laughs> I feel like my dad raised me right. Rooting for Larry Legend, um, the Chief, Parrish, right? Kevin McHale, Danny Ainge, DJ. Those were good days. Good. It actually was, I think, really good for the NBA, those Showtime Lakers and Larry Bird and the Celtics. Don't you agree? Awesome rivalry. Yeah, for sure. Great rivalry. All right, number nine. You'll never have to explain who Meta World Peace is. Do you have a comeback or a response to that? Yeah, he was a great piece of some championship teams. Piece of some championships? He's kind of nuts. He is kind of nuts. So anyway, these are the top ten reasons not to raise your child at a Laker fan. Uh, Number eight. Um... Really, it's so unoriginal for free agents to say, I'm signing with the Lakers. Don't you agree? I mean, I don't mind if they build through the draft. I don't mind Kobe. They drafted him right, or I guess they traded for him. Um, But they assembled their own team. But Shaq going there... Um, Kareem, Car- well, Kareem. Okay, but that's that's going way back. I'm talking about like today, LeBron James going there. It's like LeBron, go somewhere else, dude. No way. He knows where he's going. That's a good thing. Yeah. All right. Number seven, Lavar Ball. <laughs> two two words. That's it. 
He doesn't even play for the Lakers, so I don't know but, what you're talking but, about. But you agree with me. LeVar, LeVar Ball, is is he as crazy as Meta World Peace? Uh, he's worse, but he's not on the team, so it doesn't matter. All right. Uh, number six, Jack Nicholson was so last century. You can't handle the truth. But oh, so good last century. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but I tell you, that's the thing that makes me mad about Laker games. You watch and they just throw, show the Hollywood fans, and of course, Jack's always courtside and... Yeah, Jack. for a couple of years it did switch to the Clippers. It's coming back. It, it's coming back. All right, <clears throat> number five, the fifth reason why you shouldn't raise your child a Laker fan: you don't want your kids doing a Google image search for Paul Gasol someday. The goat. <laughs> were those, it's like a goat. Gasol, you know, those were some interesting days. Yeah. Number four, Carl Malone and the glove Gary Payton on the All Geezer team. Getting swept in the playoff or in the finals, excuse me. Yeah, that was a rough year. I blame Carl Malone. You blame Carl Malone? Yes. Yeah, that was one of those where they were going to um, cash in, right? I mean, they just, they knew they were going to win it all. I mean, Bill Walton predicted an 82 and 0 season. Did he really? Yeah, well, crazy. Bill, who's his son again? <laughs> Coach the of the Lakers. Luke Walton. <laughs> Thank you. All right, number three. Being a Kobe fan was a totally different experience in the 90s, and your kid really deserves to have a choice. Yes, right? in the 90s when Kobe was quite young, it was a different experience. Different experience. All right, number two, the Jazz look better in purple. You false, agree with me on that? False. No. I do not agree. No, no. come on. Jazz no. Jazz far better looking in purple than the Lakers, than the Lake Show. And the number one reason to not raise your child a Laker fan is... Golden State's going to win it anyway. Yeah, probably. This year. This year. This year. Tell all those, again, unoriginal free agents decide to sign with the Lakers. Um, Let me give you a 1A. Can I do that? Sure. And uh, Jazz Nation, I think, will back me up on this. Is there a more annoying fan base than the Los Angeles Lakers fan base? So let me ask you this question. You're, You're a Laker fan, and I need to understand this a little bit, and we'll get into that, but... Have you been to a Lakers jazz game in Salt Lake? Oh, yes, yes. And what would you say the split is? How many Laker fans, percentage-wise, compared to jazz fans, feel uh, Vivint or Delta Center? Oh, I bet it's a, probably a 30 40% is Laker fans. And that's super annoying. As a jazz fan, you go. And they're, again, I don't mind good, intelligent fans, but when they're obnoxious fans, it's just... It makes the game painful to be there. Even And it's fun when the Jazz win, when they beat them, but gal, these right. guys. So Jazz fans across the league are known as a more annoying group of fans to the players. But in the arena, uh, I have a great experience watching Jazz games. The Laker games come around. It is a different environment. Yeah. I it, still love watching the Lakers play, though. For sure. So, okay, tell me, because you're, you're a Jazz fan as well, correct? Yes. You... Have jazz season tickets, not not the yes. full package. But I have a half season ticket. But I love it. I love going to the games. Love I love it. the NBA. So 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 you're a fan now. How now? You're from Idaho. Yes, and you lived here in the Salt Lake area currently. Why the Lakers? Why? What started this uh, fandom for you? Okay, so uh, some of my earliest sports memories include like the '84 Olympics, which is pretty cool. They were in LA, but that's not why. My mother is from the Los Angeles area. She went to high school with, uh, this is way back, Jamal Wilkes. Okay. So Silk Wilkes. Yeah, uh, he familiar was, name. He was Keith Wilkes, though, in the yearbook. He changed his name later on. Uh, and so at, that's at Ventura High in Ventura, California. She married a farm boy from Idaho, and uh, they settled in Idaho. Yet when the basketball games came on, we were cheering for purple and gold. 
And that's the history. That's that's the history. So I grew up with my mother cheering for the Lakers. It was all about the Lakers. And we had L.A. Rams stuff in the house, too. So there was some of that. But I never really got into the NFL, but I really loved the NBA. The Celtics-Lakers rivalry in the 80s was amazing. I remember watching those finals and uh, being frustrated when the Celtics won. And my brother was cheering for the Celtics, and I did not want to cheer for the Celtics. I wanted the Lakers to win all the way. Loved Magic Johnson. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, probably the greatest player of all time, my opinion. Well, I was going to ask you who your favorite was. Would you Kareem. go? With Kareem? You would Kareem. go with Kareem. Yeah, I think his body of work over his career uh, gets gets overlooked all the time by those discussing greatest player of all time. Who's your least favorite Laker player of all time? I know that's kind of a little switcheroo there. Carl Malone. <laughs> you stepped into that one. The mailman. Why? <laughs> Why don't you like Carl? Because they didn't win the finals that year. They should have, and so I can just peg it on Carl. Not Gary Payton? Uh, the glove? No way, man. <laughs> it's all on Carl Malone. It's all on Carl. All right, so tell me about the Lakers this season. Uh, interesting season. As you, you're a listener to the show, so you know we um, we poked some fun at LeBron and said, like, why in the world did you go to Los Angeles? There's far better teams that you'll have a better record. But we've, uh, we've eaten a little bit of crow on the show in the sense that I think he has exceeded our and many um, people's expectation. He's actually got him playing pretty well. Now, obviously, as if you're a listener, you know at the current time he's injured. He's not... Uh, not playing, not in the rotation, but uh, wouldn't wouldn't you have to say as you look at the season? I mean, he's exceeded your expectation. Well, okay, so LeBron's made the finals what, eight times in a row now, with the Heat, with the Cavaliers. I think he's got eight finals in a row, and he is that great. And I think with him out of the lineup, you see, he's probably he probably should be a candidate for MVP still, even yeah. though he's not really talked about it that way this season. He's playing with uh, a very young team, kind of like the Jazz three or four years ago. Very young team. So without him on the floor, it's a bunch of young guys, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram. Uh, it's just a young team. And so to expect them to win very much without him is, is, a, is a big ask. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, tell me about the Jazz real quick. You've, you've been to many of the games this season so far. Um, <clears throat> a little bit inconsistent. Some nights the Jazz are awesome. Um, and can play with the best, and other nights they really, really struggle. And um, so from your assessment, going to many of the games, um, tell me what you think of the Jazz this season. I think they're really good. They're a really good team, a good collection of talent. I remember going to the Golden State game at the beginning of the year when they lost on the last second shot. That's right. That was a rough loss. Um, But to see them play Golden State as well as they do, they may be the best chance to beat Golden State uh, to go to the finals in the West. But I don't know that anybody can beat Golden State. You think the Jazz could beat Houston? The Jazz could beat Houston in a a seven-game series. To win the finals, you only have to win 16 games. You can lose 12. Man. So you don't. You know, you don't have to be a perfect team. You just have to win 16 games. I just feel like the guys on the sideline podcast just elevated with that. That was some. uh, (laughs) That was some uh, astute analysis there. I'm an accountant. It's math. All right, remember that, audience. 16 (laughs) wins is what it takes. You can lose 12 times. Yeah. All right, one fewer. Makes sense. You can tell I wasn't that great with math. (laughs) Okay. Um, Any other reactions? Any other thoughts? NBA. Okay, so recent history. So I'll go back to my memories. The Lakers have been by far the best team since 1976, since I've been born. They've been the best team in the league. They've been to the finals. Yeah, I'm trying to. Six, I think 16 times in the last 30 years. Okay. Nobody hey, else. Can l- l- touch listen. That. Leave the math out of this. Look, <laughs> this is meant to be pure passion. It is um, passion. 
So, so, who, who would you put in that conversation? Um, Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls. Michael, I, I know they haven't won as many, okay, but so, I mean the, the the Jordan years. Oh yeah, Jordan. The Jordan years were great. And if he hadn't have played baseball for a couple of years, they would have won eight in a row. I think they were pretty unbeatable, and that was fun to watch. That's when I was a teenager, right? So yeah. That's when I was really into basketball, and watching the Bulls play was pretty awesome. Now, I'd take the Lakers over the Bulls any day. One of those finals was against the Lakers. It was pretty rough uh, to watch the Lakers. It was one of me- uh, Jordan's best moves to the basket was against the Lakers. He switched yeah, hands three or that. four times, making Ma- the layup. What was, was awesome. the call? Marvell or a spectacular move or something like right. that? Right. Jordan. It's, it's awesome. Those were great teams. Yeah, yeah were they were. The Spurs. The Spurs, probably. Recent history, you'd, have Spurs throw, been amazing. you'd have to throw the Celtics in there. No. Recent in terms of the 80s. I and will, they won a couple in uh, 2000. They won one in 2000, right? With the, the year, whatever you want yeah, to call Yeah, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, KG, that team. Yes. That team. Yeah, I um, won't throw them in any conversation of best ever anywhere. Miami Heat? Uh, yeah, they you know they won with quite the collection of talent. They had yeah. three really great players in their prime. And then what about Golden State? I mean, certainly yeah. they've got to be in the equation. That's a dynasty. They're, they've got a few more years left where they could win several finals in a row. They really could. So tell me your um, prediction as far as the off season. So um, you know the Lakers probably make a run, um, but they are setting themselves up like many of the NBA to look at uh, signing a free agent. Um, you know, Paul George, I think, was going to come their way, or there was rumors, right, last mm-hmm. offseason. He re-upped in Oklahoma City. Yep. Um, you know, as, as we look forward, I think uh, Kevin Durant is a free agent. Um, Anthony Davis, um, not this next season, but, right, LeBron kind of got things going a little bit by saying how good Anthony Davis would look as a Laker. Which, right, tampering a little maybe. <laughs> which, well, and that kind of annoy, doesn't that annoy you? I mean, it's like, well, yeah. of course he would look good as a, right? I mean, right. you could say the same obvious. about, yeah, I mean, you put a big center like that on any team, you put the Greek freak here in Salt Lake right. next to Rudy Gobert, and yeah, I think he looks pretty good uh, kind of thing. But what do you think the Lakers do in the offseason? Do you think they bring somebody in? I would like to see AD there. Uh, Anthony Davis would be a great Laker, right, because he's so amazing. He's got a lot of years left in his career. He's very young, and if he uh, wanted to make an impact in a large market, he could do it in L.A. He could be there with LeBron at first and then take the team over. He really could. Uh, That being said, stuff that Durant has said uh, indicates that people don't want to be with LeBron maybe. They want to make their own mark somewhere else, so AD may just decide to stay in New Orleans. Who knows? Now, I have a lot of respect for Kevin Durant, but I find that as an interesting comment from him saying, like, they want to do it on their own. Well, I had Kevin, the same thought. Kevin, where, you know, how did that work out in Oklahoma? <clears throat> and and clearly, I mean, he was a contributor. He didn't ride the coattails. I mean, he, well, he won MVPs, won MVP a couple times, correct? If he's, been an M- he's been a finals MVP, which I think matters. Yeah, absolutely. But it's just an interesting comment because, well... Yeah, I mean, maybe you're went, right, but you went to Golden State. Right. Now, where do you think Kevin Durant goes over the season, or do you think he stays in Golden State? Well, uh, I think New York is an interesting guest for him to go. He could go to New York to the mecca of basketball and make the Knicks relevant again, finally. It's been 20 years or so since they've been relevant, since Patrick Ewing left. Uh, a lot of people are saying he could end up in a Clipper uniform, which I think is a joke because the Clippers are a joke. Well, you know, a true Laker fan here. Well, the Staples Center houses the Lakers, the Kings for hockey, and the Clippers. 
And I think the order of importance for the building scheduling is Lakers one, Kings second, any other event third, and the Clippers like 10th. <laughs> I'm not a Clipper fan, though. Well, and so, you know, on the show, you're a listener, so I've predicted um, Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant to uh, join up there in Los Angeles opposite LeBron. That would be interesting. I'm with you, though. I think if there were a star, like I get that LeBron came to Los Angeles. He's looking post-NBA. That's going to help his brand. You know, he can go to Hollywood, get lots of deals. It's a nice place, good for his family. I totally get that. But I totally agree with your point of view. If one of these stars were to go to New York City and put the Knicks on the map, because I think, and again, you're listening to the show, you know how we feel about Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony is the worst. Why you would sign him is beyond me. Every team he's gone to, he makes them worse. And I would include the Knicks in that in that category. I mean, he went to New York. He signed a huge deal. He's from Syracuse, from upstate. But he made the Knicks worse. And so I think Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, even Steph Curry, you know, if one of these guys decided, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna go out east where I think the competition is a little bit less. And again, you play there at Madison Square Garden in Manhattan and you make them relevant. Well, you can sign, you can say hello to any uh, endorsement deal, any... You know, billboard campaign, whatever you want, you you kind of can name it if if you make the Knicks relevant again. Right. I think the Knicks need to be the team of the East. They can be. They they always talk about ownership there being so poor with Dolan. Uh, he has hinted at the idea of selling the Knicks. Uh, okay. And if he sold that team, that would that would open it wide yeah. up for free agents to want to go to New York and make it relevant again. Well, yeah, I think if they were relevant in the NBA again, you'd have Boston. And New York rivalries, right? I mean, you've yeah. you got the Yankees um, Red Sox thing, um, but if you could get the Knicks and Celtics to form a little rivalry, Philadelphia's kind of backs in the back in the mix. I mean, those are some major markets back there that I think it would be healthy uh, for the NBA to to see a star um, elevate the Knicks. Absolutely, for sure. So. All right, Laker fan Ryan, that was some good stuff. Thank you for letting us uh, take some shots at you. Um, you know that the Laker uh, team is probably the lowest um, on the on the totem pole uh, here at Guys on the Sideline. But you're a good sport to come in. I want to give you the last word, and I want to get a prediction from you on who you think uh, will play in the in the finals, NBA finals this year, and who you think is going to win. So, Laker fan Ryan, what do you got? Okay, LeBron's streak ends this year. He won't be in the finals. I believe it'll be Golden State, and I think out of the East it'll be the Raptors. I think what the Raptors are doing is impressive, but I don't go as bold as you. I don't think there's going to be a title in in uh, Canada. You don't Anytime think. soon. No, I don't think they can beat uh, Golden State in a seven-game series. Okay, so you're going Warriors? Warriors over this the year again over the Raptors. All right. That was huge guys on the sideline fan and an even bigger Laker fan. <laughs> Painful to say, but Ryan, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Good analysis, good stuff. Guys on the sideline nation, if you want to be a guest on the show, um, reach out to us. We'd love to hear your opinions, your thoughts, and again, if, you, if you'll come in the booth, um, this glorious booth that we've we've built here, right? Luxury booth. And uh, and let us take some shots at you. You're welcome to come on anytime. So um, for Ryan, this is Jeff signing off. Adios. Bye-bye. The opinions and predictions on this podcast are right 98.3% of the time. 